To cover my ass, where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly. My name is Mr. DNA. And I'm cocky. Uh, no, wait. No, you're not. You're K. You're K, the other co host. And remember, we only judge a book by its cover. That's Wanted right. Re- That's your catchphrase. So, uh, what, what's been happening with you this week? I've been fine. What's been happening with you? You don't sound the same. Has the ultraviolet vision moved to your larynx? Perhaps I should should clarify them some things. You seem to be laboring under the impression that I'm your co-host, Khaki. Yes. Uh, that is incorrect. I'm, in fact, Mr. DNA, the cartoon DNA ribbon from Jurassic Park, the movie of the book. Oh, how did that happen? Where did you come from? Did... Well, I'm glad you asked. For the past several months, I've been trying to manifest in the uh, in the real world since I had an opportunity to do so. Parasitize uh, your your co-host, the little uh, blood pricks. Oh, yeah. So that was me sort of experimenting my first forays into the real world, uh, trying to escape the nightmarish two-dimensional existence uh, of a cartoon manifestation of uh, deoxyribonucleic acid inside of a book, specifically the novelization okay. of the movie Jurassic Park based on the book. So, so here I am. Okay, nice to meet you. What did oh, you do? No, what delighted did you, to meet you, too. What did you do to Kaki? Well, let's I mean, call a spade to spade. I dragged that sucker to hell. Oh, he's like down... Uh, oh, right. Okay. He languishes in the pit of eternal despair. That is correct, sir. That is interesting. So where, where, where's this pit kept? Is this like... Uh, I mean, is this Dante's Inferno under the, uh, under the D on shelf 45? That may very well be. All I know is I made an agreement with uh, a, a certain entity at uh, what may philosophically be described as a, as a, as a crossroads, uh, and All I right. elected to, uh, to indeed trade your friend Khaki's uh, existence on this mortal planet for my own manifestation. Was that Calypso? I, I, I didn't ask. You didn't ask his name. That's really not a good or idea. Or her. I didn't ask pronouns oh, either. Uh, so. It's not really a good idea making deals with entities without knowing their name. Look, it worked out for me so far. Oh. Like, up until this point, I was just imagined by uh, Michael Crichton and then brought to life cinematically by uh, uh, well a gentleman who did not really sound like me. I mean, he did a rather poor job impersonating my mm. delightful accent, as you can tell. Well, yes. it's, uh, it's like, It truly didn't sound like anything that I would have recognized immediately. But no, and I think the, so. The voice actor really ought to be ashamed for not doing a better job impersonating yes. Mr. DNA from Jurassic Park, the movie. Well, the book. it's uh, very nice to meet you. Uh, did oh. you read the book? Did I read the? Well, okay. Let me let me let me explain to you what it's like to actually be a, a character in a in a book that is that is sentient and self aware for uh, reasons that I have not yet completely figured out. Like I can I can see to the left of me and vaguely to the right within the sentences on which I exist. So mm. I have a, a very limited, fragmented haze of confusion. That is my understanding of the book in which I live. I I can name right. very few characters. There was something with a animatronic ride. I That's guess. not the book I was talking about. Like we here. We, oh, as you can see, we're here. We're recording our little podcast, which we do once a week. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been listening to that every we, episode. We and... review our books. Oh, so that's, have you yes. read the upcoming book? Oh, have I read the... Yes, I have indeed. I have oh, indeed. you have? I, oh, that's I good. I realize that probably a precondition for my existence on this mortal plane, rather than being banished back into the eternal fires of hell, would be that I continue to do this uh, this podcast, which seems to be the only obligation that, that your uh, longtime friend and co-host, Kaki, seems to have in this uh, in this existence. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned here. Oh, what is the nature of your concern, sir? You. I mean, now, I understand that I'm a, I'm a colorful set of blobs with, uh, uh, with large eyes. I am, in fact, still a cartoon. That explains so, why you don't look like Kaki. It's like, I was kind of wondering if it was just like the next phase of his I, experience. I, I mean, he, he, he does come out here wearing the most outlandish outfits occasionally. So that it's, is it's true. I apologize if I uh, mistook you for him initially. I mean, I thought it was just like, just him and his new thing, but it turns out that you've subverted the, uh, security protocols of the library. You oh, made a bargain oh, with. Oh, no. I, 
Oh, no, sir, absolutely. I did it intentionally, but I did not know that there were security protocols preventing this. Clearly, they weren't very good because they didn't prevent it from happening. I was not going to say that. I'm, I'm glad you brought it up yourself. Like, clearly, there is a deficiency that needs to be uh, yes. uh, that needs to be hammered over, certainly, so, to, if only to ensure that, that your longtime friend continues to languish in the eternal fire so that I can uh, enjoy existence on this mortal plane. So, yeah. shall we so get to reviewing this? That, that enjoyment. Uh, huh? How's that enjoyment coming along? Well, so far, I've, I've, I've really been enjoying object permanence. Mm -hmm. I've really been enjoying time. Yeah. The only difficulty I have, um, perhaps you can help with that, uh, I continue to be accosted by these little dinosaurs. Yes. Now, obviously, coming from Jurassic Park, I'm a little bit uh, uh, familiar with them. They are, in mm -hmm. fact, the, the main reason that I've not been able to manifest before. They kept uh, oh. attacking the book that, uh, that housed me. Yes. Uh, uh, to the point where, uh, uh, where Guinevere, she's a particular troublesome one, mm. roused her entire family to, uh, uh, to try and protect Khaki from, uh, from my emergence. Oh, yeah, there we go. Speaking uh, so, of that book, where is it? Oh, uh, that is information that I cannot at this time dis disclose. How's uh, that? Uh, from the nature that my, my very existence here depends on the, uh, on the security of that book. Right. I have secreted it somewhere uh, where it is safe from little dinosaur claws. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm sure that Guinevere is, uh, is freaking out trying to find that thing and yes. claw it to shreds as they did with the rest who were. Uh, did, uh, did you update the filing system? Uh, I did not. I have not oh, been well, trained. You have to do it. Let me show yeah, you. Yeah. Let me show you. Okay. Uh, let's do it in the old card system. It's oh, that, right that is now. excellent. That sort of reminds it's... me of my own construction. As uh, Absolutely. Now, come, come over here. So these we'll are sort of like chromosomes, or are they more like uh, genes? How... So we've got the... Uh, God, we've got the chromosomes. Yeah. Yeah, we've got the shelf in the system here. So if you pull out this drawer, it's the Dewey Imperial system. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the drawer that should have the book. And if we riffle through the card, What a satisfying noise. There we go. This is a, so. This is the uh, this is the card for Jurassic Park, the book after the movie after the book. Yes, yes, right. the novelization. Yeah, as you can see, it's been recently recovered. As in, there's been a new cover, a new cover being put on it. That is correct. But yes, the sir. location still needs to be updated. Oh, oh. Well, so let if, me just yeah. yeah let me just be, fix if, that. If you'd no, be so kind obviously, to, I want to be a, yeah. a good librarian. And, Thank you so and much. So, so uh, uh, I'm going to quickly interpret how the do imperial system works. Now, obviously, and I have some facility with complex numbering systems yeah. because I am, in fact, uh, a, a giant strand of DNA. In fact, if you if you just look at eight of these screens every second for eight hours, it would take two years to read the entirety of me. Mm. Oh no, there we go. Okay, so yeah, it's in the uh, here's the coordinates, and that's the shelving system. There you go, sir. Uh, and now that is correctly ah, filed. Very good. Thank you so much. Um, oh fuck! I just let ah, me go check okay, on that. No, hold, 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 hold on. How about we do that after? Should we uh, record the podcast first? Or okay, uh, well, uh, uh, let, let, let me go check on that. I think we need to have, oh, okay, a, have okay, a quick look at have a quick look at the book here. Oh yeah, just to make sure that uh, it's like okay. So uh, if, if we go down this corridor, let me see. It's like mm -hmm. down two lanes and then up here, and it should be up here on the top. It shelf. is quite high, so well, it's fine. We've got I mean, ladders. you don't appear to have the ability to fly as I do, so uh, I don't. Whoops, but I, that's the uh, that's the end of that plan. Okay, so let me just roll this ladder over uh, here. Oh, from here. That, that sort of looks like me, except it's it not twisted enough. No. How about we twist it up? Here, How let about... me try and pull. Arr, it is really tough. Yeah, funny now. It's like good, okay, mahog good well, mahogany. It's, yeah, it's been here forever. It's like it I'm missing the, heli the, the helical. That's all right. Let me just go. Ah, here we go. Here's the book. Oh, uh, oh no! Thank you so much. Uh, now, okay, so we've got to have a little problem here because, like, 
This book, as you have just demonstrated, is yes, sir. apparently capable of manifesting, um, let's call them extra-dimensional entities. Point of clarification, I'm a two-dimensional cartoon, so it would be, what extra means means additional, so what yes. would be reduced okay. number of, no, I think we should spend like half an hour talking about the uh, etymology here, like what All is right. a reduced number of dimensions? How would you describe that? Go. Um, intradimensional, no, that would be the same thing. Uh, subdimensional. Quiet. Can I just see the book in the meantime? No, no, that's oh. fine. Like, this needs to no, be, you can you can have it. Okay. Does security protocols I mentioned. Yeah, so that, yeah. they work. I know that for sure, except this book wasn't subjected to them because I was not aware of the fact of its particular nature. Oh, I see. So, um, this needs to go in the cage, I'm afraid. In the in the cage? Yes. With the other with the, with dangerous the, the books. With the grimoire. Yes. The grimoire cage. That one. With the books with the teeth. That's the one. Same well, cage. If you say so, yes. that seems sensible. I mean, you you know your way around this library, Absolutely. and I've decided that I'm going to fill in Kaki's roles as a, as a, as a junior librarian. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. All right. Uh, so if you come with me, we'll go down here. Absolutely, sir. Here we go. Down into the cage. Let me unlock that for you, barcode scanner. It's like oh, yeah. palm print. Oh, like it's a little those. diagonal. Oh. Yeah. What if a little barcode? It's like yes. a 22.4 degree barcode. What, yeah, what it's a funny. Weird that, yeah, it's, 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 it's a cat thing. So, okay. Uh, book goes, I can do callbacks. Yeah. You do not need to execute me. I can do callbacks just as well as Kaki can. I am sure you can. So I'm changing my tactic here. I understand what's happening, but I want to live. That's fine. You won't die. Oh. This book just needs to go in here. Okay. And if I go back out of the cage with you, come on, move along. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah you yeah, don't yeah. want to get stuck in here with the grimoire, do you? I, I do not. No. Sir. No. Okay. No, sir. So um, we'll just close this in. And as soon as we energize the summoning grid, uh, everything should be fine. It's, it's called the summoning grid, but it's ah. actually quite the opposite. So, so how, how does it work? Can you give me a very long-winded explanation while I enjoy my continued existence in three-dimensional space? Yes. See, okay. You see that unit up there? That's one of the lasers. Uh-huh. That's and an impressive machine. It bounces a laser beam over these mirrors, which are placed around. And there's several others just for redundancy purposes. I we see, don't I want, see. We don't want just one of those lasers. No, certainly not. As soon as that grid is energized, all it does is require a single drop of blood. I mean, they used to do this uh, uh, the old-fashioned way when you had to sacrifice virgin and all of that. But it's just like, you know, that's just brute forcing it. Like these days, we, we understand the mathematics behind <laughs> the it. The subtleties and, and, of the process. Uh, yeah. I understand. So yes, it, like here, let me demonstrate. So I'll turn on the laser here and you see it's oh, got this like five. Well, it's, it's not really five-dimensional. It's kind of like pentagonal, but somehow still surrounding everything in all dimensions. It's very clever. That is indeed it, Don't ingenious. look at it too long. It'll make your eyes bleed. I do not contain any blood, except that which I softened off of your buddy. Uh, yeah, so let me in order oh, to manifest oh, myself. Oh, well, I'll just use my own. I'll just give a little pinprick here. Ow. Oh. Uh, and just like add this to the summoning grid. Wow, you're just full of DNA. Well, yes, I am. It's like it's one of the traits of my species. Whoa. So I'm in your sails? Well, not you. I, do you know that for sure? Well... I would hope so. Uh, Maybe I've been existing in three-dimensional space this whole time. Maybe my cartoon manifestation is unnecessary. Yeah, just, All just, right, just let well, me just let yeah. me drop this into the laser beam. All right. And, and what if we? What if we what? What do we expect to happen then? Well, you go back to where you're supposed to be, which is into that book in the Grimoire Cage that's that is currently the, being devoured. That's the one. This and is... Kaki is going to be back here where he belongs, oh, no. so we can do the episode. Oh no! Please don't. Pour that droplet into no, the... No, there we go. No, I'm sorry. It does not fit with the plan to have you here. You're what, what plan does he you. know about? Oh, right, it's been nice meeting you. Oh, I wish I could say this. <laughs> oh, oh, oh Kay, Kay. Kaki. Oh, my God. Hello. Oh, I just had the most terrible dream. Oh, what happened? I dreamt that I was in a crowded train without headphones. Oh, that's It terrible. was my worst nightmare. Oh, God. And it lasted so long. Are you all right there? Did it feel like an Some eternity? Some of them wanted to talk to me. Yes, it oh. felt like an eternity. Oh. 
Like some of them like, wanted to talk to you and then they blamed you for I the naked? fact that you, I think you were passed out when you were doing it at another dress-up party. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, ooh, yeah. whew. Okay. Come over here. So, you feeling all right? Can I gotta say, I, I, I feel a bit a little, a little discombobulated. You I mean, look, I was... You look a little bit anemic. You should probably add some... Uh, yeah, uh, I'm so tired. I'm sleepy. Uh, oh. I, I feel like a little uh, iron deficiency coming on. Yeah, that's I what I mean. I feel kind like, of we'll... wan and slack and dry. We'll make some nice liver and onions on toast later. Oh, that does, that does sound lovely. Mm. Well, uh, even though that was an interminable train ride full of smelly people who wanted to talk to me and I didn't have, I didn't have headphones, I did at least have a book. Oh, which book was it? It was A Game of Empire by Paul Anderson. Oh, what a coincidence. That's just a book that we're going to review this week. Oh, how wonderful. Are we ready to record then? Uh, I think we are. Uh, oh, we're, good. We're all set up. You, you put some clothes on, or at least wear a towel. It's like, uh, I can do better than a towel. Uh, terry cloth bathrobe, maybe? No, no, hold on. Since all this paper's flying around, I'm going to make myself one of those tiki straw skirts out of it. Oh, okay. Are we back on skirts? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think okay. it's summer. Yeah. It's the skirt, skirt season. Sure. So, let me, let me just... Uh, uh, oh, here we have the, 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 the Game the copy of Empire. Of the, the Game of Empire by uh, uh, by Paul Paul Anderson Paul 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 I think it's Paul Anderson Paul, Paul Anderson Paul, yeah Paul Paul and for the readers at home, if you look down at your podcasting device, and why wouldn't you, you'll, uh, you should, should be seeing the cover of today's book, and otherwise look in the show notes for an image and a link, because so, there's some stuff going on on this cover. Ah, yes. What we have is our two main characters in the book. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine and Raja. Yes, because the, the synopsis is, after a drunken wish, Jasmine and Raja from uh, the movie Aladdin. <laughs> we're doing books about films? That's insane. Uh, Jasmine and Raja find themselves transported to a strange alien world where technology makes no sense and there's not a genie nor parrot in sight. Technically, it's, you know, it's another book after a movie after a book, except it's, it's of. more of a sequel after a movie after a book. We have done one of those before, uh, episode 30, where we did the sequel to Zootopia. Oh, uh, yes, we did. Robin yes. Hood. Yes, I guess we're continuing in that vein. We're also continuing in our vein of movies with Hunky Catman. Yes. Oh, it's, a, it's a quite a Hunky Catman indeed. Well, yeah, Raja. seems to be a little bit uh, uncomfortable about his current position. Yes, but that's because of the uh, bipedization booth mm-hmm. uh, that he was uh, that he snuck into and snuck out of before it was uh, before it was completed. But I, I'm getting yes. ahead of myself, of course. I suppose we can start at the beginning. It, it, it starts semi semi familiarly. It's uh, well, Agrabah, Jasmine the royal lounge. court, where she lounges with her her faithful companion and her beloved pet, yes. the uh, giant sweet hearted tiger, just lounging Raja. on the pillows, looking out over the palace gardens, kind of like toying with the cat's ears, who seems to be like content as ever. Because he's a fierce protector, but he, he does yes. adore her. And he he does, does. Her lightest touch commands obedience. He's, uh, yeah, the mirror into her soul, I suppose. He really shows the things that she feels. Like her dislike towards people is immediately mirrored yes. in, uh, in Raja. That is a very uh, good point. Like he, I, I always consider him a bit of an amplifier, an unfiltered well, voice. Yes. That he's, he's sensitive to what she feels. And well, it could be that. Then he feels he needs to repeat it, but Functionally, yeah, he is That's an amplifying he mirror. Yeah, he, she, he, he, he shows what she's feeling. Because she's, he's just going like, immediately the first prince that he bites a patch out of his trousers. The same with Aladdin or Prince Well, Ali by contrast, we don't, we don't see him eye-fucking Aladdin quite the way that Jasmine does once they're on the carpet. Because he's not there. No, I, I, I know. And, 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 and later on when they're comfortable with each other and uh, uh, growing still, in their intimacy, yes, he doesn't like sidle in between to amplify her emotions toward him. Well, no, there's that. It would have been a much more interesting movie, I suppose, at that point. Interesting is the word. Yeah, he really missed out there, poor Aladdin. Yes. So the wine is flowing. Probably more the hashish and the hooker, but... Well, it was a drunken wish, but yes. Yeah, yeah well, it's, drunk, it's yeah, certainly... An in, inebriated wish. 
Have we ever established whether the story of Aladdin is a Muslim story? It's like in Sultanic day, so I would assume. I don't know what the history is like. Like Islam emerged in the in the seventh century uh, CE, so where there there must have been sultans before that. I mean, the Persian Empire spanned yeah, true. Uh, uh, centuries before that. The, I mean, the, the famous they, oh. battles with the with the Greeks and the Spartans true. under under King Xerxes. I mean, the movie has onion domed houses and turban wearing people, so it seems to imply but a lot of that. But associate that with the Middle East, and yeah. we associate the Middle East with Islam. Yes, but how much of that preceded Islam? Good point. We'd have to go back to the Shahrazadi tales of a thousand and one nights. Oh, I learned something cool about that. Oh? So it's a thousand and one nights, Shahrazadi. But the specific Arabic uh, uh, original phrase is a thousand nights and a night, and uh-huh. this is because a thousand to Arabic uh, is uh, infinite. Yes, it was yeah. functional infinity, and then one more, and it was about the eternal continuation. Because that's Shahrazadi's thing. She's yeah. she's under threat of execution. She keeps delaying her execution by telling one more story and just one more. Well, she doesn't finish the story, and then it's like she has to continue with the next night, and then there's enough time to start a new tale. Yeah, and then I guess I have to finish that tomorrow. And yeah. and then there was a woman named Shahrazadi who told the story, and yeah, she starts <laughs> over at the start. But it's it's essentially like kids sort of arguing with each other. Yeah, a million times no, a million times infinity plus well, one, infinity yeah. plus one. Yes, yes exactly. Right. So I guess on the infinity plus one night. She finally uh, rubbed the lamp the right way. Well, she didn't rub the lamp in this case. It was the ring from the original story. So in the, in the I must have missed that uh, in my in my reading. I was uh, jostled on the hell train. Yeah. So in the in the in the original story, Aladdin finds a ring and a lamp in the cave, and he wears the ring and he carries the lamp because he was told to uh, bring the lamp by uh, Jafar. I don't know if Jafar was. In, I don't know for sure. No, but the evil yes, vizier. The evil vizier. Yeah. Yes. So he sits there. He's like, oh, he gets locked into the cave, and uh, he just sits there and he rubs his hands together, and he accidentally rubs the ring and a genie appears in the ring and goes like okay you can have a wish okay well i wish i was back home and the genie goes granted and then he gets transported home with the lamp and then he's at home with the lamp and his mother starts to polish the lamp and that brings out the more powerful genie who is the one who is the wait uh, there's two genies yes there's two genies and the ring is and the ring is the (laughs) other one and i think that's what's what what, what's happening here I, i guess like Aladdin's been like less than faithful because he's like out out on the town. I don't oh know, doing yeah, things. Prince Ali, uh, handsome is he? Yes, Ali Ababa, toying with Raja's ears and uh, idly fingering her ring. Is that well, what you're well, going well, to say? And she she basically wishes. I I, I I wish there were more like you. <laughs> and then of course the, wish, <laughs> yes. the ring goes granted, and there's like this whole <laughs> a, a groovy song and dance number, some bebop scat singing. And, they find themselves not in Agrabah anymore. But in Neo-Agrabah. Neo-Agrabah. <laughs> on yes. an alien planet very, where the imagination reigns and everything is topsy-turvy. Yeah, they don't do onion domes. It's parsnip domes here. Uh, yeah. Some of them are mechanical. Those are the uh, droidecahedrons. Yes. I, I thought those were the space floaters. Uh, we well, said- <laughs> <laughs> yours, is, yours is gross and I don't want to talk about yours. So let's let's say that they were droidecahedrons, the 12-sided... Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, robots, the sort of droidecahedons. Yeah. Jasmine is always established as a, 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 a as a capable, independent woman, mm-hmm. uh, uh, stuck in a circumstance that uh, affords her at once great wealth and leisure, but also not a lot in the way of opportunities or yes. uh, for exploration and, uh, well, and adventure. And I wouldn't say she's she's at any time particularly damseled. She really comes into her own when she has an opportunity to explore. Obviously, in the Aladdin story that is modulated through Aladdin giving her these opportunities, and a woman finally being able to come into her own through the opportunities offered to her 
Barry Mann is. I mean, it's, seeing her striking out on her own is a lot more satisfying. Oh, yeah, she, totally. And she looks at the situation that she finds herself in immediately, like, looks for a disguise, how to blend in, how to find out where she, yes. where she is, what she's supposed to do. It's a bit of a conundrum because it turns out there's a lot of tiger folks running around here. Yes, uh, I really enjoyed that. Yes, and they, they're a little bit... Let's call it miffed at the appearance of uh, one of the uh, old human masters, ah, which is something yeah. that they're not. You know, I mean, they're they're they're, they're an ex slave race, and uh, they don't like the sight of one of the old human masters. There was a bit of shades of Planet of the Apes there, wasn't it? A little it? bit, yes. Except in this case, it was more like Planet of the Tigers. Tigers. Although yes. we're not sure whether that's the whole planet or just Neil Agraba. Yeah. Well, they clearly are not happy about uh, seeing a human. And it's, uh, it turns into a bit of a, uh, a chase scene at, right at first, where... Uh, Gotta keep one step ahead of the tigers. One step ahead of the stripes. <laughs> oh. One step ahead of the jawline. <laughs> yeah, they've all got the rugged, rugged jawline. She makes her escape a bit more capably than Aladdin did in the, uh, in the, Disney, in the <clears throat> Disney classic, where she... Well, Raja is defending her fiercely. And, and it's through that, uh, that establishment of trust that the, uh, uh, that the anthropoids tigers... Uh, come to realize that she's not, she's not one of the, 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 the throwbacks. She is the, that she's not one of the, uh, uh, old human masters. She is, she is something else. She is a, no, well, in the company of what they consider a, a genetic throwback. Well, yeah, he's considered to be a bit of an Uncle Tom at first, I suppose. Like, oh, you're just like, you're so far under the thumb of the human masters that you even, I can't even see your own enslavement. It's to Raja's credit that he, I mean, obviously he doesn't understand. He is still, He's still just a, a, a cat. Well, he, he seems to be uh, picking up on things. Or maybe it's just the fact that he's... Uh, I mean, it's uh, after he goes into the transmogrification booth. The bipedization booth, that, yeah. Sorry, that's the one. Which he yeah. does not like. It is so noisy in there. And, and well, yeah. Because he went in there thinking, ooh, box, obviously. Uh, yes. Yes, must be inside the box. Ah, uh, cat will be a cat. Oh, yeah, you've seen the pictures of like like leopards. You throw a crate into a leopard habitat, and and they will find a way to sort of snuggle in there. Yes. If, the, if I fit, I sit. And they just there's, like, a, there's a gorgeous one of a cougar as well, and he's just like oh box, and he's just like you see him going like mm, and ah, and it's like yes, box. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's this perfectly cat shaped once you're inside there. Mm, yes. Yeah, well, you know, cats are liquid. They they are. You can mm. just pour them into anything, uh, much like our little librarianess over there. Uh, she seems to be happily snoozing away on her pillow on the little pedestal under the heat lamp. You, I mean, you do treat her well. Yes. Um, what a what a blessed life! But yeah, uh, uh, Raja did not like the bipedization booth, so he he sort of snuck out before that was complete. He did he yeah. did have some uh, a rudimentary speech was now accessible. Yes, to so him. he became it's a little bit growly and gravelly and like this yeah, like, kind of hunky tiger guy voice. Turns out that like unlike the 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 lamp genie who grants three wishes the the, uh, uh, the ring genie only has one. Yeah. So, so yeah, wish, wishing her way back, it's not happening. So she she tries to integrate herself into, into Neo Agrabah as much as possible, realizing mm. that anyone who meets her who doesn't know about her particular situation will recognize her as the human master. So right. she tries to dress like a neo-agraban. Shorts. She's very enthusiastic about shorts very versus uh, uh, yeah. gowns. There's still a bit of a lack of a stripe, though. I mean, oh, she can't no. really pass for a tiger. Even Obviously like not. Like like she's that. got head hair. Yes. And she's got bare skin. And her no tail. Two boobs instead of the six. Do they have six nipples? Ooh. I mean, I know that's a dog thing. Six to know. eight. Yes. Like, the- house cats have larger litter, so they must have multiple multiple nipples for suckling yeah. for, their, for their young. I don't know. Roughly speaking, uh, the amount of nipples is twice the litter size. Twice? Twice the average litter size. 
Oh, that yes. makes sense. It's not entirely, but 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 roughly speaking, that's how you. Uh, yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah. you want to have spares and you want to alternate. Because yeah, exactly, is, and, yeah. and like on the odd occasion that you get a big litter, then it's. Uh, but yeah, roughly speaking, across mammalian species, uh, the amount of nipples is twice the average litter size. I got my old baby book. Ah. So that my that my parents kept when I was born. I was, yes. and I, I was the first born, so the baby book is extremely detailed uh, uh, for for several months. And this is where at three seventeen, young Kaki went to sleep, and then at three fifteen, he no, that that's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> at four fifteen, he woke up, and then he and he and then he suckled on the left breast, like they marked. They had yeah. a table for like which breast and for how long and for what the color what color poops he was he, oh, he was lovely. making. And it, no, but it's it, it's fascinating to have this this time capsule, yes. and it, there was so much detail and for so long and then it sort of petered out and this cool thing where then they started writing letters to me that oh that's adorable it really is because they, they have been uh, life has changed for 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 my parents yes, since uh, since then and then much later in this same book they started the same for my brother who was born four years later yeah. and that lasted for about 10 pages and then they just stopped yes yeah, so it's like oh this is more or less the same as the first one this is more of the same shit literally <laughs> ah yeah <laughs> So no, uh, uh, apparently, like which which breast is suckled on is is kind of an important thing oh, okay. to track. Also like, for for mothers to maintain their own yeah. health. Is there a preferred breast? Like did not did not like the left one, right one was okay. I, I wonder if position like left like I mean some people like to sleep on their left side or right side. I wonder if breastfeeding well, position. Well, I'm makes now a, I'm now a proud uncle of several yeah. of several infants, so I have seen uh, uh, the way that babies express their preference. Like even if you sort of angle them toward the other one, that they yeah. will sort of reach out. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I want that one. I know that with pigs. They definitely have a favorite teat, and they, they'll 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 try, huh. try to go for the same one wherever they can. Like did a little experiment where they took some lipstick and they marked the teats and they marked the piglets and they shuffled them around and they like they pretty much they all crawled back to the same. And they color coded the nipples and the and the piglets. They just wrote numbers on them. Oh, <laughs> and it turns out yeah, they all went back to the same one. So apparently they have a preference. That sounds familiar to me as well. I often ride trains uh, usually with my headphones on because yeah. then I can just ignore everyone else. Hmm. And be, but yeah, there are seats that I like. I like to be in. Yeah. in uh, people have uh, preferences on planes. Uh, uh, notice that also when you have a house visitor that hasn't been to your house before yeah. and stays several nights. And on the on the first night, like, tries to figure out where to sit in the living room. Yes. And then that is their seat from then on. Because yes. now you know, I, uh, I can sit here. It makes sense, yeah. So that's sort of like your pig nipple. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It's like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I guess it's a natural human territory thing. So speaking of intruding on yes. territory, I mean, obviously this is something that, uh, that Jasmine has to, uh, has to deal with. She, yes. She immediately uh, incurs the ire of one of the uh, uh, the local like senior uh, authorities, yes. uh, uh, a woman named Laxity, mm-hmm. uh, a tiger woman named Laxity. Yeah. She's a uh, she's a member of the uh, Council of Anarchists. Okay, yes. the the extremely hierarchical, rebellious body that overthrew the old human slave masters. Yes. It's kind of weird that they call themselves the Council of Anarchists when they're like the ones in power and are like the ones enforcing their own uh, Look, uh, rules uh, and regulations on everybody. Neo Agraba is a is a study in in paradox because it, yes. it is also a, specifically a hermit commune. All well, of them came here to to be alone. That's tigers for you together, right? Yeah, cats yeah for you. it's such yes. a cat thing. They get in touch with the uh, the resistance movement against the. Uh, Council of Anarchists. Oh, yes, led by uh, the rather charismatic uh, uh, young tiger Kamagar. Kamagar. So he is one of the uh, people who's also in charge of the uh, Underground Railroad, helping uh, re-escape human masters, or which are now actually the slave race, uh, to get back yeah, out from the, under the... the, the persecuted. Uh, yes, they, they try to get out from under the Council of Anarchists' uh, power. Any successful insurgency, uh, uh, as much as they depend on, like, manpower and ingenuity... 
economics is often an underappreciated aspect of uh, uh, science fiction. And so um, her understanding that the economy in Neo-Agrabah revolves around the herb. Yes. The herb must flow. Yes. Well, I think we know what which herb we're talking about here. Yeah. You get these catnip dens in Neo-Agrabah where I like the one where they have like the ball pit and like uh, one in every hundred balls is one of those little <laughs> wiffle balls, yes. which is just stuffed with, uh, oh, yeah. with fresh and fresh nip. And you got like have these big cats rolling around and snuffling their way through the, and rubbing, yeah. rubbing their floofy cheeks on the, on the balls when they get the <laughs> yeah. chance. And they, and they get the, and then when, when they're done with that, they, they kind of crawl out and they, Sprawl yeah. out in their sleeping pads and they have a little nip tea to yeah. kind of like it mellow like out their buzz. A, I remember remarking to some colleagues before I was uh, a, a long-term guest of your library mm. um, that IKEA really needs this because some of us... Tigers, yes. Well, <laughs> definitely, but uh, uh, IKEA and its ilk. Yeah. Some of us know the experience where we have a, a, a loved one or a partner who really enjoys going shopping and, and we go along with them and we really don't yes. enjoy that. So while they have like, like Smallland is the thing in, in, yeah, for the kids, yeah, for the, for the kids, but they need something for adults yes. and perhaps specifically boys. It's called a like pub. A, it's like yes, absolutely science. It's a, like leave your, leave your husband here for free. You only have to pay is, for his drinks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you'd have darts and you'd have sports and something to talk to. Yeah. And you can still do the same thing where you have a, you know, you have a wristband and you can still have a, have have them summoned, yeah. Jackson wants to go home and would like uh, to be retrieved from the small pub. It's more like the other one where you like, where occasionally the boyfriend is sitting in the pub and like his whispering vibrates and he needs to like make a call. And then like, you know, you just walk over and you tap the wristband against the screen and uh, like the other half who is like standing in the shop goes like blue or red and you get the choice on the screen and you can, you can just like voice their opinion on it and, uh, and you get a helpful script that says, yes. oh, I don't know. What do you think? Yes. Oh, that would be... Uh, even oh, I hadn't thought about it like that yes. before. No, I think you're completely right. Maybe it would look better if you also re wallpaper the front room. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a bit of a desperate option to go for because like, you know, it incurs other yeah. issues. It's like, no, that won't go with the curtains. Now, the script, of course, is is certainly limited to to heterosexual uh, uh, stereotypes. As well, a gay heteronorm- gentleman... It's heteronormative, but yes. Pardon me. Thank you. Uh, as, a, as, a, as a gay gentleman, my, my boyfriend and I have a different relationship with IKEA and its ilk, where we, we, we both sort of like walk in with equal enthusiasm and then we try to fashion rudimentary zip lines and to sort of, to sort of go through the, uh, yeah. yeah. I usually do my thing on the web shop first and then go up the stairs, turn immediate left and go down the stairs again, browse a little bit in the kitchen area because that's just my, like, that's my, yeah, that's, no, that's my fine. favorite. That's part. fine. We then, all have a, then cut down straight through the, uh, the, the, the fucking store, warehouse, the, 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 the warehouse, fucking the area 51, yes. uh, and, uh, Indiana Jones warehouse looked, where they keep the fucking Ark of the and Covenant. I looked up where I need to go and I just walked through the shelves, grab the thing I want, go out, get myself yeah, a Pull the alien done. corpse off the shelf. Fifteen minutes in and out, all done. Don't you stop for like some some Swedish meatballs and fries? Uh, and you should have a hot dog on the way out. Ah, they're they're, nice. they're, they've got the fro Jodies there, which is oh also my right. god, we are those people. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> No, uh, readers at home, uh, we assure you that we're actually cool. No, we <laughs> we we detest uh, IKEA and we wish there were pubs in there, like real manly dudes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned something today, and and so has Jasmine. Like she makes her way through through Neo Agrabah with mm-hmm. increasing confidence. Yes, uh, uh, both under the watchful eye of uh, uh, laxity, and, and her eyes are definitely open to how she's been treating Raja. And realize that, like she's not been mistreating him, but she has no. been like taking him for granted and like you know not treating him as a person, uh, which is like. To be honest, he like he really wasn't until he got the upgrades in the. I mean, he was not. He was a tiger, and now he's like a half yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, half the, tiger thing. 
the the I mean the word person might be yeah. a, a a contested one, but certainly like uh, your typical animal would not enjoy being uh, uh, being engaged with in the same manner that we engage with humans. Each like, other, no. Yeah, there, there's Pet a certain me, feed me, love me. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They they appreciate a more honest. I mean, that, to be honest, that would work with a lot of people I know. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> it would work for me as well, and it certainly would work for 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 more members of the yes. Resistance Moon. I mean, we've already mentioned Kamagar and his uh, his partner Viagar. Like they're kind of a power. Yes, they're kind of a power couple that they really stand strong, solidify. Uh, they have the, a really lasting power. Yes, <laughs> they 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 absolutely do. Uh, to the point where she, I mean, she needs to consult a doctor after uh, uh, four hours. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who prescribes her some Quaalube? That uh, oh, that's going to smooth things out. Uh, it certainly, it certainly does. But unfortunately, yeah. the uh, the Quaalube is mixed up. I mean, her prescription uh, obviously is not appropriate for humans. So uh, the apothecary substituted with Psyalis, which yes. which gives her unexpected mind powers. Now, this book was fucking weird, wasn't yes, it? It was. She she takes this Psyalis medicine and and now. Now, rather than coming down from a catnip high, as it's supposed to do, she now has mind power. It makes escaping through the uh, Underground Railroad a lot easier. Oh, yeah, because she can just float and she yeah, can... and uh, whenever somebody is, like, bothering her, she just kind of, like, turns them around or distracts them with a little bit of, like, pretty lights or a little imaginary fluff balls on a string which is like still a <laughs> yes. massive uh, uh, I especially like the bit where she she figured that she had like like Superman uh, uh, laser beams from her eyes yes. now if you want to distract a team of cats That's, all you need to do fantastic. is just yeah it's like it's not even Cyclops style it's just low light power lasers and go like yep. what's this now, of course, it made it hard for her to see where she was going, but she sort of floated backward and yeah. Raja took care of sort of feeling well, around with his whiskers. Well, like you just make him run into a wall and then it's a great way to knock him out. Yeah. It, it turns into a bit of an almost Benny Hill type uh, sketch where they're running around alleyways and <laughs> yeah. in through doors, out the others and being chased. Eventually, she makes it out into the into the desert where she uh, she meets up with, with Kamagar and, and, and Viagar again. Who to- somehow made their way out like, oh, yes, we, we took the easy route. It's like one of those, when you're in those videos games, like when you meet some person and you take a big line for the next objective and you pretty much yeah, run there fucking and then it. and you're there and then the other person said look how the hell did you get here yeah. before me this is <laughs> like, like frank drebin from police squad my boss was already on the scene yes oh i can do oh, i don't do a very good uh, american accent do i no well sometimes it's better than others so finally when they escape the uh, uh, the sand tapeworm viagra yeah. and and and, and kamagar uh they're they're meant a uh, sildena phil Sildenafil. Yeah, you get it. I caught on to this after Kriaga showed up. (laughs) They make it to the old. My interest was roused. Ruins. Yeah, you suddenly suddenly stood straight up. I noticed. Uh, They they make it to the uh, a human settlement that the tigers abandoned after they uh, overthrew their slave masters, where they can reactivate the Gene E AI, Mm. uh, the computer that used to run this. uh, uh, This showing up in the books we're reading recently, isn't there? All fucking assholes. I mean, this one's a real dipshit. Seems to be like a thing with them. Great singing voice, but hearing the stories that she told them about how she how she arrived here, she told them about a, a magic being with immense power that speaks with yes. a voice that seems to be coming from everywhere in the in the room well they recognize that from the ruins of this unnamed city whose whose name was burned with the rest of it that was once connected to the rest of the solar system through interplanetary tubes 
Yes. It was a, such a weird book. It seems, these... seems, seems like more of a ferret thing than a tiger thing. It makes you wonder what other species, former slave masters, subjugated. They, they come there and they like consult the oracle and the oracle asks like, how did you come here? How did you arrive here? It's like, oh, yeah. we, used to, we used the wishing ring and genie goes like, oh yeah, I know those. Those are like three dimensional manifestations of our intellect in other dimensions. Because like one reality, seventh dimension is another reality, first through third. And vast, vast multidimensional superstructures can be enfolded into, yes. you can have all the the knowledge and of the goes, entire like, universe work. in one bitty container. Yeah, and she goes like, it's only good for one wish. And he goes like, yeah, it's only good for one wish for you. <laughs> and then he goes like, oh, well, if I could just like give this ring over to Raja here. and then Who he, now has dexterous dexter fingers. fingers yeah. which he can like slip them on and he can like, and he, the whole ring rubbing happens and works. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, a, little, a little spit shine on the ring. And yeah. <laughs> he'd like, they'd, like Raja managed to wish them back to the way it was before. I was so impressed that even though both the Jin EAI and the Jin, of course, I mean, the yes. Jin is a malevolent spirit in the in the original stories mm. in the Arabic mythology. I don't know. It, like sometimes they are. It, it, they, it's they, certainly misanthropic. Well, yes, but they re- also respond very well to how they're treated. I mean, you see, the, you see the jinn in small gods. That's quite a different kind of uh, yeah. <laughs> encounter that we have there. It's like, although uh, I'm American sure that, gods. Yeah. I just agreed with you. Small gods is the well, oh, it's, yeah, the, uh, yeah, Terry it's, Pratchett book. Yes, American Terry gods Pratchett, is yes. uh, uh, like the Neil Gaiman. shares Gaiman's. a lot of similar themes that gods need to be worshipped to have power. And, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's lots of gods all over there. But yes, especially Magar and Viagra would see eye to eye. Uh, and yeah, so it, it brings them back to the palace gardens of Agrabah. Where Raja now has this, this new form. I mean, it's kind yeah. of hard to see for most people because he just, he still likes to curl up. Yeah, if you crawl up on full fours, nobody's really going to notice. Because yeah, exactly. he's only half transformed. He's got awfully long hind legs for a tiger. And he goes, Are you going to bother a tiger about no, his hind legs? No, of And he like, does convince Jasmine <laughs> to uh, like plant a little corner of uh, catnip in the garden. Yeah, and he... Uh, so he can have a little roll around in that he whenever kept he fancies one of those, it. those, those balls from the ball yeah, pit that, like, I don't know exactly mm, where he keeps that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and yeah. he really is the hero of the story, yes. isn't it? Because it's mostly his, like the specificity of his wish. Yeah. Like it was a really long wish where I want my basket and I want my home and I want it to be this season yes. and I want her to be there and I want it all to be chill. I forgot to mention and I the like then he turned back into his old form, although maybe he didn't want that. Maybe he kind of liked it the way it that was. That part didn't occur to him. Yeah. I mean, but this is the nature of, of animals in general. Like they don't, they don't sort of project onto the future. And I think that's a, that's a, that's a very important theme, certainly of all the, uh, uh, careful what you wish for stories. Oh, yes. You know, don't project too much onto the future because yeah. your projections are the whole probably monkey, the imprecise. Whole mon- the whole monkey paw thing. Yeah. yeah so having, having that resolved by uh, the teaching of of someone with a with a clear mind. Mm-hmm. Raja is a, is a clear minded individual, and yes. hopefully the people in Neo Agrabah have something to learn from him as well. Yes. Uh, did you have a favorite scene? I think it was the ball pit scene. It's like the, yeah. the, like the, the, the opium den for for catnip tigers. Although, it's like of course, it's self limiting since you're the the, the receptor is like. Uh, they don't burn oh, yeah, out, but yeah. they kind of like they, they get saturated. saturated for a while, yeah. and like it doesn't work again for another like, half a day or a whole day or something like that. No, so, but you could take some psyalis to take you down from the high, and then you're yeah. good to go again. Well, then it becomes a problem. But as long as you like like nature take its course, it's not all bad. So, how are we going to rate, rate this the book? book? Yes, we never got around to the droidecahedrons and what they do. So maybe no. we rate it out of twelve. Rate it out, rate it out of twelve. Okay, because that's uh, a, a dodeca. A dodecahedron yes. is no, a twelve no, sided. Totally. That's going to be easy. I would give it a solid nine. Solid nine, yeah, mm. yeah. I, I think that uh, uh, Camagra and Viagra, they, they gave each other a solid nine as uh, well. Well, in there was in, definitely that. Mm. When it comes to gentlemen like ourselves, what we call mm. a solid nine is really more of an honest a six most of the oh, time. Well, oh, there's that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know the old jokes, like, why are women so bad at parking? Uh, I don't know. It's because men lie about what six inches is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> what do we have in store for our readers next week? Right. Next week is a lovely anthology. It's a, a collection of short stories and it's called The Lull Before Dorking. <laughs> Thank you for joining us at Cover My Ass, where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly. My name is Kaki. And I'm Kay. And remember, we, we only judge a book by its cover. <laughs> I really want to be in that moment now. Oh, yeah. I really want to just, just run around and say, oh, this is